Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Bad bye. I'm Bizarro Sarge. That's right. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Howdy, my beautiful babies. <laughs> it, it's Cowboy L, because we're doing the 1-6 roundup today. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's a rootin' tootin' shootin' jamboree. Oh, let me tell you. Oh. Get your hands uh, up. Wow. Yes. Uh, recording for all of, like, six seconds before the dog comes in to interrupt. Yeah. Checky, yeah. stop. What what, oh. what what a clown show this is. I should have done yeah. a clown voice for this clown show. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about clowns all day. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. we, we, we got quite the assortment of clowns today. Um, My neighbors we, wouldn't slam their goddamn doors. The dog was asleep. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Blame the neighbors. Blame the neighbors. Right, right under the bus with those neighbors. Boom. Yeah. Take that, take that Sarge's neighbor. Much like Congress and the January 6th committee. Oh, well, we're, we're jumping a bunch of guns there, champ. You were just trying to, you just trying to skate right over the the hottest, sexiest segment of them all, the amuse bouche, where yeah. we talk about the news. It's not necessarily important enough to be a real headline, but yeah. it's something that we want to talk about anyway. Yeah. Just fun, just for yeah, funsies. just just an idea. And uh, we've been doing this so often. I actually went to Frosty, and now I have a bump. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse couche. <laughs> Kush. Oh, God, that rolls off the tongue just terribly. 
Oh my oh, god! Oh wow, you love it. Yeah, you love it. Yes, that was. Oh man, that was. Now so we're good. stuck with it. Now, now we're we're not trapped in here with the, with the the bump. The bump's trapped in here with us. Yeah. Oh god! I blame Mike for that. I don't think I don't, that, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not willing to throw Frosty under the bus. That was not a Frosty ad lib. Mike Reyes handed him a script that was like, "Here, you're gonna say a moose cute." Actually, it was an ad lib. The one I gave him to said, "Nope, accused you're not supposed moose. to say that. You're supposed to follow the sword." Because- Fine, I'll I'll edit out my uh, defense. It was me. I totally did this. It's my fault. It was, yeah. <laughs> just sloppily edit. You're just gonna sloppily edit in. Uh, just you know, like fake doctored proof that it couldn't have possibly been you. I'm, I'm hip to your game, sir. Yes, yes. Well, you should be. It's okay. Well, well I, I guess I guess that's quoosh. That's quoosh. <laughs> Uh, so uh, miss all your koosh balls. Oh, yes, gross. Like yikes! So just before we started recording, uh, Mr. Mike Rains hipped us to uh, a chap named Billy Long, uh, which sa- first of all sounds like the protagonist of an '80s arcade game for sure. Mm-hmm. That guy, that dude is white. He wears a headband and he knows mad jump kicks. You better believe it. Oh um, God. But unfortunately, we live in the reality where Billy Long is just some wackadoo with a wild plan uh, of three-card presidential Monty. Mike Raids, what's Billy Long's <laughs> Billy Longshot plan? Uh, Billy Longshot, who is absolutely a bad enough dude to save the president, uh, came up with his his uh, plan for uh, the Senate. He's He's a congressman running for Senate, and his platform is as follows. Step one, uh, get Kamala Harris, our vice president, to resign. Step two, have uh, the president appoint Trump as vice president. And then step three is to get Joe Biden to resign. Then step four will be to finish the Keystone Pipeline. And step five is to finish the wall. So um, all of this is incredibly logical, incredibly well thought out. This is one of the leading minds of the Republican Party who definitely should be elected to con- to the Senate. I, 100%. I have some questions and and or possibly notes. Why yeah. why would would President Biden ever do that ever in a million years? <laughs> yeah, I do, I love the fact that like the the dumb plan to uh, make uh, Trump the Speaker of the House and then somehow, some way, both Harris and Biden resign and Trump becomes president. I love that Billy Long decided that, that that plan wasn't convoluted enough and we needed even dumber, more impossible steps where uh, Harris resigns the vice presidency and then Biden's like, well, I'm going to appoint Donald Trump to be my vice president. And the the democratically controlled House and the now tied Senate would both be like, yeah, we we affirm your decision, Mr. President. Donald Trump should absolutely be your vice president. And then Biden's like, excellent. And now I resign the presidency. Good day, everybody. Just, just <laughs> yeah, I was Team Trump the whole time. How's, yeah, that, was, for, how's that for some malarkey? <laughs> yes, <What>? exactly. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm in for it. Come at me, Joe Biden. Let's let's see if you can pull it off. Yeah, let's see if you, do you got the guts, Joe Biden, or are you a yellow-bellied coward? I mean, you why can... did they have to jump through those hoops? Obviously, Donald Trump could easily win if he ran again. I mean, obviously. First of but all, he's would... still actually the president right now. But for a laugh, right. he could run again. 
to reaffirm his presidency like a second wedding. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, that all makes sense. That all checks out. Makes perfect oh. sense. What the fuck? Like it just the like negative 48 the guy who thinks jfk is still alive makes more sense than this like what well uh, let's let's not go too crazy like i think like mick jagger was jfk in a mask or something at one point he was oh yeah yeah he was out there just performing with the rolling stones (laughs) i mean wouldn't that be awesome that's (sighs) i mean would it be like i don't know what i what i think awesome the rolling stones don't really factor into it mate like, <laughs> there's been a lot of music since then like so much there's been so... <laughs> I don't know like they, they still they're still there they, oh. I mean they do exist several bands still exist you're a big yeah. Nickelback fan they exist remember Stained they might still exist who knows I see Actually, you're not you're not debating from a place of intellectual honesty. Stained and Nickelback do not compare to the Rolling Stones. I mean, they they are identical in several ways. <laughs> oh, how much I can assure you. I can't wait until the day when we have like an actual audience, so you can field all these emails from your wild ass comments. I pulled uh, I pulled that pedantry for a paper I wrote in high school. I had to get like I like I had to compare a character that I was portraying in my drama class to another character from popular fiction and I wanted to do it so painfully literally which is a word I just used yeah uh, that, that I uh I wrote the most pedantic article ever where it's just like way number 1 in which the two were incredibly similar they both require oxygen to live and then I would just like explain the process by which they were breathing I did that for the whole paper and I got like the C minus or whatever that I deserved <laughs> cuz you did write it I did write a paper yes oh god that is uh truly a pedantry is truly one of the most beautiful things in this world when used for uh, malicious purposes. So I salute you for doing this thing that We're involves not so malicious that I get uh, full on into long shot territory. I'm not going to be pulling the very strings of our democracy and making that puppet dance how I would. Yes. Look at that. Look at the metaphors I bring into the podcast. I didn't even make a lame of pop culture reference. Like I didn't bring up Puppet Master once until just now. <laughs> until you literally is, is it a reference if you just <laughs> name the movie? Sure it is. I was I was talking about puppets previously, although technically I was talking about marionettes, but I'm sure some of the ones are marionettes. Look, don't check what's me on the, this. What's the one with the drill for the head? I don't know, drill head? <laughs> do they have cool names? I don't even they remember. They do. They have to. I bet they I have no idea what you're talking about. How dare you show up if you got nothing? You either show up with their name or not. You brought up Puppet Master, not me. But I didn't forget the name of the movie. I wasn't fumbling for it. I was like, that movie with the puppets. Puppet Master. Anyway, let's let's move on seamlessly. Let's segue Puppet Master (laughs) into a coach for, what is this, a college basketball team? I'm not actually sure. Sarge brought this to our attention before. No, this is a coach for the, the professional... Washington football team, the Washington Commanders, their defense. Oh my god, I forgot that they had to change their team name. So when you mentioned yeah. them, I was just like, oh, that must be like a college team or something. No, the Washington Commanders, the professional NFL football team. 
the, um, the amuse couche of Bobtin. I just, I, I just love so much that they literally got caught with their pants down, didn't have a name to replace their old racist name with, were the Washington football team for like two years, and then the best they could do was Commanders. That was the dart at a dartboard they landed on after two years of agonizing research into what would a name that would not suck be. And it's like, great, you're the Washington commies now. I mean, it's just, really? That's all you could do with like your multi-billion dollar sports ball franchise, and you just couldn't find anything better than Commanders. <laughs> well, and they hired some dumb, dumb coaches because their defensive coordinator uh, compared the, and I'm quoting here, dust-up on January 6th to the um, protests over the murder of George Floyd. Um and he was like, look, we had a little dust up here in Washington. No buildings got burned down. So that was better than the protests over the the murder of George Floyd. Uh, he did a mealy mouth half apology. Pro- I, don't, I don't know who forced him to do it, but. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Checkmate libtards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way, way to get coached by this fellow, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's 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 really amazing that the guy who is uh one of the coordinators of the team that is in Washington, DC was just like, remember that terrible thing that happened literally here? Meh, NBD, whatevs. I mean what was it Dinesh said about it? It was a primal scream. It was just some people that were oh, yeah. a little said about election fraud or whatever i mean you know how it is your side loses an election so you blow off a little steam you government what would like to think that the leader of the commanders would probably be pro america in a way that meant he would have to wag his finger most hard at those january 6 boys i you would think but no it turns out he's just a bit racist a tiny Tiny racist, like or, yeah, not super and, racist, just a little. I was going to say that he could just be a dumb Republican, but again, at this point, like being a Republican means you are tolerating racism on some level. I mean, that's yeah. just you're that's absolutely just part and parcel okay of who they it. are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even if you truly believe in your heart that you're not racist, you're at least sort of wrong because you don't condemn racism when the people that you support are racist. Yeah, um, I, and I found the ten most awesome puppets from Puppet Master. Tunneler, the one with the drill for the head, is Tunneler. I think it's the uh, drill head. Right, right, right in. If you disagree with Sarge, and that that puppet's name is Drillhead. Some of these puppets <laughs> have not aged well. Do not look up the puppet Kamikaze from Puppet Master. I just don't oh. spend a lot of time looking up puppets. Like, I hope you're an incognito mode bro or use a gun <laughs> or whatever. Just like, otherwise, you're on some weird list now. Your, your Facebook is going to be recommending you all sorts of weird shit. Uh, I'm on he, so many lists. Oh, I, I've like, I've simultaneously looked up moon landing fake, Kim Trails, QAnon any number of times, and now the 10 most awesome puppets from uh, Puppet Master franchise. So you you are going to get so many invitations to Jeff Dunham shows now. It's going to be incredible. You are just going to be inundated with just the master of puppets and all and which, that. Really, of- which is the most racist puppet that Jeff Dunham has? Is it the talking jalapeno with a sombrero 
or the skeleton suicide bomber? You tell me. Another another classic Sarge invitation to be more racist than a thing. Hey, do, would any of you fellows like to step on this rake and try to think of a, a funny way to riff on maybe a even There's more no racist? Fuck, fuck Jim Dunham. There's no riff. I wasn't setting you up. Fuck that guy. He made his money on racist puppets more so than the Puppet Master franchise. Uh, no, sir. I will not try to imagine any racist puppets. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> I've I've seen your notebook, L. Don't let L get away with this, listeners. He has a notebook filled with his racist puppet musings. I don't, but I did grow up. I did partially grow up in the South, so boy howdy! If you want to see like <laughs> ra- ra- casually racist anythings, I've seen them. Yeah, I, I used to live in Georgia and Florida, mate. Uh, this was like in the early nineties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was barely civilization. Uh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, well, I'm allowed to talk shit about it. I'm from there, so <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm Cardi folk. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, that one's true. He's told me the stories. All right, uh, let's uh, let's once again another seamless segue uh, from a coach saying some dumb shit about January 6 to the spiciest headline of them all, but not before our bump. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. That's right, everybody. Welcome to the January 6th hearing pregame hour brought to you by Bud Light, but not really brought to you by anyone. Except us. Bud Light, but spelled with two D's and a Y instead of an I for copyright reasons. It's the legally distinct Bud Night. (laughs) Or Bad Light. Yeah, Bud Bad Light. (laughs) This happens in anime all the time, and it's great. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god, Do- Dr. People. <laughs> Dr. People is one of my favorite ones. Da- they uh, always go to Danny's. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the, <laughs> we, we, we have so much of a slurry of bullshit to talk about, considering uh, January 6th, both the event and the upcoming hearings that we are we are recording too early to be getting big eyes and ears full. But yeah, you have to wait till next week. Believe you us, we'll probably have thoughts on what's coming out. But for now, we still get to speculate and we get to discuss the things we do know. Uh, let's go ahead and start with a, a heartwarming story for the ages. And that is some white supremacists getting brought up on sedition charges. Oh, boy. A bunch of the Proud Boys got uh, big boy charges. And I'm here to tell you, I'm excited, both because they're pieces of shit and there's no way they're doing 40 years for for anyone. So, who do they flip on? We're 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 like desperately clawing our way up the chain here like so much uh leech woman from Puppet Master. Uh God, I really hope our listeners were just chomping at the bit for Puppet Master references. Holy shit. Play Mel. You know um, what? That, that that was weak. But you're in the moment. You're having fun with it. I like that. <laughs> we are. We're, we're just like just horror movie style, climbing our way up the chain, just dragging idiot racist idiots to hell. And we're we're at the tippity top of the Proud Boys here. Now it's important to note the Proud Boys were providing security on January sixth for a number of people. One of which, Alex Jones. I don't know if anything will come from it. In that angle, but that is worth noting. Um, uh, God damn it, uh, Stone Roger Stone, Stone Roger Stone had Proud Boy security that day. Um, 
I don't know of any others off the top of my head, but a bunch of shitheads had Proud Boy security. And that's very important for uh, like, you know, phone records and text chains and shit that is going to help bring more people down to hell like so much Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Now so, Jason, it was it wasn't even another puppet master puppet. Nah, I switched I switched horror franchises. Boo. Boo. I don't know the name of all the Puppet Master movies. The, you I just only know the, the list. You have you. No, I had the puppets, not the movies. So the first one's Puppet Master, and the newest one is the Littlest Reich. And I didn't have any. And, way and to... you couldn't pull any puppet names with the Littlest Reich. What's the matter, <laughs> you? What's the matter, you? I mean, they're all they're all kind of like lame. There's Leech Woman and Torch, and there's I think there's one called Pinhead. Uh, how original. See, like, Kamikaze, look, imagine how much again, better the, this shtick would have been if it was coming from a place of you having continued the, your own bit. Just imagine. L- l- live, yeah. in, live in a world where that that is the case. This is, a, this is our multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, so sedition. You love to yes. see it. They, yes. they haven't busted out actual sedition in a hot minute, correct? Yeah, we we uh I think um some I, I the oath keepers got hit with these charges because uh, uh Stuart Rhodes, um the leader of the oath keepers, him and his boys, they uh they got they got hit they got the they got this char- the, those kinds of charges put against them a few months ago. And now the Proud Boys, another right-wing militia group, their leader Enrique Tario who is has been a, has been cooperating with the feds for a long long time apparently that wasn't good enough to uh, get him to avoid a sedition charge along with uh, Ethan Nordeen, uh, Joseph Biggs, Zachary Real and uh, Dominic Palaza or Palazzo um, conspired uh, to use members of Congress uh, to prevent members of Congress from certifying the election so um yeah, that's like basically yeah, that's basically big boy shit. Yeah, all the like all the major leaders of the Proud Boys who were there on one six have now been uh, charged with just yeah the 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 big boy crime as Sarge keeps calling it, which not obstructing Congress from performing its duties or like uh, destruction of property. Yeah, nope. that's what all the trespassers have been getting like right. Like you, you've been actually hit with the. You tried to overthrow the government, you piece of shit. Like that's the really real charge. And uh, QAnon's reaction to this has been, well, the Proud Boys are all just a bunch of feds, so probably like three of these guys are like getting fake <laughs> charges, so they can railroad the other two. The and, classic um, playbook of disowning them immediately. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, has, hasn't there actually been, like, some of these white supremacy groups that have had trouble with letting, like, FBI, like, undercovers get, like, way too close to their operation and shit? Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. I mean, it's kind of one of the problems with uh, these groups is that it's really hard to recruit people. So when the FBI shows up with undercover agents, they stupidly usually let them in. Like... uh the, the those guys who got acquitted for uh, trying to kidnap uh, Governor Whitmer in in Michigan, I think uh, w- what I was reading about the case is that 
the FBI had informants in there, and they think that probably the main reason why they got acquitted was they moved too quickly. They didn't let the plot advance to a point where a jury wouldn't have thought there was reasonable doubt. And this is what led QAnon and so many right-wingers to be like, oh, yeah, like the FBI had their informants in there. They were the ones who led the operation. It was entrapment the whole way. That's why these guys got away with it, because it was all bullshit, and the jury saw that. And it's like, actually, from what I... Again, who knows? I'm not a lawyer. I didn't follow the case with that much in, uh, uh, attention. But the general synopsis from the people that I was reading was that it, when they arrested these guys for the crime of kidnapping Whitmer, they could have the, the reaction was, hey, we were just bullshitting. Yeah, we, we didn't really mean it. Hey, everyone just talks about kidnapping the governor now and then when they're mad at him. Hey, come on, man. Hey, it's no big deal. And that's the kind of thing that happens with all these operations is that you commit lots of crimes when you're a, a right-wing militia member. And then the government comes up to you and it's like, Hey, would you like to not do jail time for your crimes? How about becoming a confidential informant? How about flipping on your fellow right-wing racists? And people like those ideas. So they do that. And that's kind of inevitable. Give us Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm still wondering where all the prosecution of Matt Gates is going. Like, where the fuck is that? Oh, apparently, apparently that man's is more bulletproof than Trump. Apparently, like after these one six hearings are completed, Trump's going to be cuffed and stuffed of ironclad evidence. Yet Matt Gates is just going to be Venmoing seventeen year olds with a note reading, "Not for sex that I tra- that I I went I took you across state lines for winky face and- emoji." See, I did the winky face. That means it doesn't count. Right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's 18 somewhere, baby. Ah, that sounds like perfect Matt Gates logic to me, 100%. Mister, I don't think that's true. Uh, <laughs> so, uh let's let's keep let's keep stirring up the the January 6 pot. Uh although uh before we go out, I just have to say what what's that guy's name? Enrique Tario? Yeah, Enrique maybe, Tario. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you've mentioned this on the podcast, but like how do you become a white supremacist with a name like Enrique Torrio? Uh, apparently, his given name is Henry. Enrique is his uh, is his nickname that he goes by. So How I don't know. The, I mean, what? That's okay. I mean, man, white supremacists are real crazy. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, so, all right, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, I, I mentioned old Tuck Boy, our friend, our friend Tuck 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 Everlasting. Uh, well, his show is going to be going about uh, as planned. Tonight and all of Fox's other programming also is going to be doing that because they have decided not to cover the January six hearings like every other major new actual news outlet. Uh, so uh, Mike Raids, we now cut live to our Mike Raids uh, Q correspondent to tell us how pumped and or jazzed is about the, the, how how jazzed are the Qsters. Oh, they are very happy that Fox News isn't covering the uh, sham hearings for the 1-6 committee that are all bullshit and everybody knows it. Um, They don't really like Fox News right now. There is a big – we've talked about this uh, in in other – media there's a big like tussle between the 2000 mules crew and the fox news crew because uh fox news doesn't want to play in that sandbox of bullshit oh, geez. And- 2558 into the recording uh, mark it down <laughs> time to mules 
Mike Rands but, uh, loves Simpson Mules. <laughs> but because of that, like, there's been this like big movement on Truth and other me- social media platforms that QAnon frequents to like hashtag boycott Fox and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But um, Fox has earned a little bit of uh, good uh, will with uh, the QAnon community about the fact that they're not going to be covering these uh, bullshit sham hearings. So on that front, they're very happy. And uh, their general reaction right now is that this is only going to, it's the whole Obi-Wan bullshit that whatever the committee tries to do, whatever comes out in this hearing, it will only make Trump and the Patriots stronger. Like all of of these deep state lies that are going to be like just wall to wall covered this evening. It's all going to just be, but bitter ashes in their mouths when they, when they find out like the the power of MAGA is too strong to overcome. It's going to be like every episode of Dragon Ball Z where like Pelosi and the rest of the one six committee like they hit trump with the giant energy attack and there's the giant ball of smoke around him and they're like oh that had to do it we had to defeat him and then the smoke dissipates and he's just there with a little like burn mark on his skin but no other damage like no impossible that was my full power energy attack and then trump's like this isn't even my final form and it just keeps going on and on and Planet Namek will explode in the next episode, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so they're not covering it because they hate anime. That's oh yeah, and uh, and I saw one Fox News. I think it was Laura Ingram said something to the effect of, "Hey, we got to we got to cater to our audience, and our audience doesn't <laughs> want to be our audience doesn't want to be made sad by watching people tell them that Republicans did a treason. So we're just not going to do it. We're just not going to air that because why would we? Did a treason. We need to cater to our audience, and that does not include news, because we are Fox News. <laughs> oh, we are here, here to air Tucker Carlson content and the rest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he really is just that network now. What's the yeah. over-under on how legendary his episode is going to be tonight, on the night of the hearings that he's literally, like, counter-programming against? Oh, God. Yeah, he's gonna. He's probably gonna have to come on TV, uh, scorching hot tonight. He's gonna have to come out just guns blazing. Just I want to see like, neck veins, mate. Let's get crazy. Oh, I want, be... to, I want him to go Michael Keaton ballistic. <laughs> we could only go, go hope. Keaton. I want to see <laughs> it. Just yeah, we just fuck it. I'll do it live. <laughs> I, I want him to like unbutton the top button and loosen the tie and just start Alex Jonesing right into the camera. Just well, get loud and wrong. To do both of those things simultaneously. The the opening statements for the January sixth committee have started. Rep, uh, uh, Rep Thompson is giving. How? His he, well, remarks. I mean, that's that's not how this was supposed to work. You're supposed to be unplugged, mate, so that we can still speculate. I mean, nothing is actually happening. It's just a senator giving opening remarks. But you've got it called up, friend. That's going to ruin the surprise. I I closed it. What what are you going to What are you going to do? You're going to just sit on it when Durham kicks open the door and runs in and gives a (laughs) circle. Oh my god! That's going to be crazy. Then then someone in the audience is going to toss him a beer. He's going to crack it open and pour most of it all over his face. Awesome! It's the cream of the crop. I can't do him, Macho Man. Oh, was that Macho Man? Macho Man would say he's the cream of the crop. Yes, that was that was the famous Macho Man Randy Savage promo, the cream of the crop. 
I am somehow unfamiliar with this, despite being, uh, you know, like I know who Macho Man Randy Savage is, of course, because I'm a huge Slim James fan. <laughs> His friends call him Jim. Yes. Yes, he, he would uh, refer to himself as the cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, what was the, I was trying to think of something about, oh, uh, I saw one uh, QAnon promoter, Brian Cates. Uh, he used to get a paycheck from the Epoch Times, and now he's just literally a QAnon promoting lunatic who has a sub stack that you can pay money for. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, even if they have an indictment for Trump waiting at the end of these like bullshit hearings, it will only empower him further because the, the, the government doesn't want Trump and his lawyers getting access to discovery. And it's like you 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 remember when Trump was president for four years and literally had access to literally anything because he yeah. was the fucking president. Now you're telling me, oh, they can't indict him because they're worried about discovery. Oh, Trump's going to get the documents. He's going to get the secret documents that apparently only existed after he became president. Like, they didn't exist at all. There was no paper trail during his presidency. Otherwise, he would have just known about them and prevented his loss, obviously. But then the, the information showed up as soon as he was done being president. And it is smoking hot. <laughs> the, 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 it could not be a more red hot gun. This was like, our best chance to find out about Area 51. Trump just wanted to impress and get a bunch of nerds to vote for him. Here it is. Here's here's Area 51. No, he didn't spoil do anything. He, do you think he was fucking smart enough to ask about Area 51 when he was president? And do you think anybody decided they were just going to volunteer that information to him? I have to wonder how much light sedition and treason went on with Trump in office. We're just like, okay, we're all here. So we're not going to tell him about the time machine, right? We're all just agreed. This guy cannot yeah. know. They're just like, I mean, he, this guy probably doesn't need to know about our like continuing work on anti-gravity technology. Just like, yeah. well, he's going to want to, he's going to want to use it to make like a carousel or something. That's got his big dumb face on it. The kids can ride around just riding his face. And we'll, we'll tell him several times, Mr. President, you can't have small children ride your face. And he'll say, just watch me. I'm a Republican. <laughs> just be like so no we're once again we're all agreed we're not telling about the time machine or the weather machine just none of us there's all... no fucking way america has a time machine i'm gonna tell you that one right now <laughs> yeah can you imagine no it's it's one of those super it, they can only go back seven days it doesn't matter you can fuck up a lot of shit in seven days like I, i'm pretty sure that you can achieve a, a string of like just it like incomprehensible victories over seven days and every seven days, aka forever, aka literally the until the end of time. I'm obviously referencing the amazing UPN sci-fi show Seven Days, in which they had a time machine that could only go back seven days. Nobody remembers that show or network but us. And I only remember the network. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, oh, it God. was a fun show. I, I mean, liked it. I, like it has to be incredibly unfun for me to have never even heard of it. <laughs> now, now, early edition Magic Future Telling newspaper. Early now we're talking. Remember early CBS? edition? <laughs> yes. Bringing CBS into this, dude. CBS totally rules. <laughs> uh, name two, name two yeah. other. C- yeah, I was gonna say name two. Oh, other you're CBS gonna try to get shows. me to name two CBS shows? Yeah. You don't think you don't think I can pull CBS shows? How, how far back do we want to talk? From from uh, the same time as early edition was airing. 
How about even before? Was it Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, uh, a CBS joint? I think oh, it, it was. Or was be, it ABC? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, what, I can name two others. What about Northern Exposure? I think that was CBS. What about Northern Exposure? Yeah, what about... (laughs) Guys, what about Northern Exposure? Our podcast, our podcast, Northern Podcast. What about Northern Exposure? The first one that's not a dumb pun name. It's literally just asking an important question. Guys, what about Northern Exposure? Exactly. Exactly. See, this is a, it's, a, it's a good thing we don't have a huge fan base, because if we did, they would probably demand that we make that a thing, and we would have to do that. We would take time there's, out of our lives There's to watch so that many show. shows that we would have to watch. Me and Mike talked about Babylon 5. We would have to watch Turbo Teen. Uh, Luckily, I, don't know, like I don't know why. I don't, I don't even know what that is. What are you talking about? Um, probably some Puppet Master now. We've doomed ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have a fan base, so we don't have to walk on eggshells. We can just talk about whatever dumb horseshit we want, yeah, uh, and, and hope that <laughs> we never God. get 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 famous. I guess, yeah. Uh, and your and your racist puppet journal comes out, yeah. Oh wow. God, I, I I love I love your fun improv where you're just continuously <laughs> accusing me of being a racist. You racist. Yeah, this is a hilarious gut buster. But next week, next week, I'm probably going to bust out my transphobic Sarge material, and it's going to really light the world on fire. You, you don't even know. Listen, listeners, Elle's closet is just filled with KKK robes. Just so many. Yeah, ask him if we ever do a live show. Ask him to do his wacky KKK person impression. Uh, yes. Wow! Wow! This is this is a very weird. I'm just gonna, I'm yeah, just gonna... Stop, stop digging. You've hit oil, yeah, and we don't I, I, need I, any more oil. No, we're good. Oh, we're good. Okay, we're so, full up on the oil. Instead, let's talk about uh, let's talk January about our 6th. friend Rod Watkins. Oh yeah, Ronnie. Now, how could Rod Watkins have anything to do with January six? What 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 is happening, Mike? Uh, our boy Ron Watkins has announced that he has been asked to testify before the one six committee. And so, uh, and Jim Watkins has, had already been asked to testify before them. Uh, Jim and Ron are now of course pouting. Uh, they're claiming that this is an attempt to sabotage Ron's smoking hot run for the U S house. That's just lighting Arizona on fire and clearly, He's just going to crush that Republican primary. <laughs> because if Arizona is currently on fire, it is not because of global climate change. Because that's <laughs> nope. not a thing. It's, it's because of Ron Watkins and his, like, 18 charisma score and just, oh, God. The, every, He's everyone, got the 18 double zero. He's got the old school full nut. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. So, so is so, this real? Like, yeah, this is this is real. Uh, yeah, both both of Team Watkins have been asked to testify before the one six committee. Um, I've I, I, the people I've been talking to have been uh, chuckling about this. Um, we wonder if Ron is going to be asked if he's Q or not under oath by Congress, which would be hilarious because you know he'll deny that shit. And God, I hope it, so. I want listeners. Give us more listeners. <laughs> Please listen harder. Yes, to start talking about Q in prime time. Oh, oh, that would. I don't know that Ron. I don't know that Ron's going to make it to the prime time hearings, but uh, yeah, it would. It would be. It would be really awesome if. But he's got um, an eighteen double zero, baby. He's got scalding hot charisma. You. Oh, does he ever? Oh man, I mean, when he looked right at the camera and told me that my rights would be kept. I mean, just I felt it. 
I ha- there was a moment between me and Ron and the TV screen. It was and, and it was, he punctuated it with the poorly timed up fist of success to let you know that boy, you should be fired up. Like oh. if my if my stirring words and tone of voice didn't get you inspired, just look at this fist. It's so ill timed. That's such a powerful move. Exactly. Oh man, I I rehearsed this for three hours in the mirror, and this is how well I pulled it off. I mean, wouldn't how dare you not want me to be your congressman? How dare you? Oh, man. If anything, I'm going to come to your house. I'll roll up these sleeves and I'll give you the slow fist, I'll, which means we'll box. It's not a sex thing. <laughs> anyway, I'm Rod Watkins. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, I'm Rod Watkins. Oh, I support God. this message. Yeah. He has a uh, channel on Telegram now called Ron Watkins Chronicles. Which is just like photos of like him on the campaign trail looking forlorn and earnest. And, uh, there's, um, these, it's like these, it's these pieces of paper that have Ron Watkins for Congress on them, but it's like only the top half of the paper. The rest of the paper is just blank. It's like the most poorly formatted thing you've ever seen. And, uh, the, uh, "Quote unquote" graphic on these um, on these photos. It looks like half of it looks like the vast majority of the bills don't have his glasses in them, and then they realized, oh crap, the glasses are a big part of the motif. So then they hastily printed up more uh, copies of these, uh, like I don't know what you'd call them, like posters or whatever, and quickly etched in a pair of. <laughs> I just got pair, them in our message. Yeah, yeah a pair of. <laughs> these are so dumb. Uh, like a pair of the best part about the glasses is they're broken. The glasses are like broken. It's like someone stepped on Ron Watkins' glasses and shattered them, and he was very proud of his now damaged so glasses. Shitty, dude. We need well, to get. We need to get gla- these. We need to scoop up as many of these glassesless. I know those uh, are the Ron Watkins. Those are going to be the hot the the yeah. ones with no glasses, dude. On the secondary market, forget yeah. about it. Yeah, can the, you imagine are- if he ever does get successful in politics, you could just be like, bro, I have. Yes, I have a uh, 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 Jim Mint 9.8 no glasses Rod Watkins campaign yeah. flyer. I'm putting out a bounty <laughs> of a crisp high five for uh, if you are in the area and you can grab one of these. Um, yeah. We would, I, I, we would love to have one here at Hell World. <laughs> I, I, I just love that they had the full sheet of paper. They're like, nope, just the top half. Only put graphic, only put ink on the top half of the piece of paper. The, Maybe it's leaving, supposed to be folded over, like I, a taco. I, the Ron Watkins taco poster. Maybe, maybe that's how they were going to get out there. Maybe they were going to be at a taco truck and they were just going to be wrapping delicious tacos in his campaign flyer. And that's going to be getting a Jim Mint one even harder because the rest of them are going to be covered in taco grease. Damn it. Uh, we're, 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 we're going to have to break in the Ron Watkins campaign HQ in order oh to get God. in order to get the, the glasses-less uh, posters of the Ron Watkins for Congress uh, campaign materials. That's, and then that's in like a- 10 years, we'll sell it to Logan Paul's kid and he will wear it in his debut at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That'd be, <laughs> be so good. 
Oh, God. Yeah, Ron Watkins is the gift that keeps on giving. I can't wait for him to get 4% in that primary. It's going to be so awesome when he just gets absolutely steamrolled. And then he's going to blame the deep state for rigging the vote. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. His his little pout fit when he when he goes down in flames is going to be just, just delicious. I gave it some thought, and I determined that his G.I. Joe name would be Husbando. <laughs> I don't know. That's almost... That's that's too funny. It's too good for him. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I can't help being too funny. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and humble. Uh, oh. Do we have any other... I mean, do we have any other spicy January 6th stuff we need to discuss? Oh, uh, just, it's did, going did, on. I mean, yeah, yeah, like it's it's going it's it's happening in media res right now. We're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna cover it more in the future, but uh, we do have some other stuff to get into. Yeah. Uh, um. So an, an, another thing that probably isn't going to come up in tonight's live hearings, but is uh, obviously something that is very interesting, is uh, John Eastman, the guy who was the legal mind behind pretty much all the bullshit in the efforts to steal the election and to overturn the results. Um, and one half of the creative duo that created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> How, dare How dare you besmirch the turtles? Oh, sorry. I think that was a different Eastman. We could have been. But I, for, for, for right now, I think they're one and the same. And I, I haven't seen two different Eastman in the same room, so I can't, I can't disprove no, that. No one has. Can't prove yeah. anything. No, but uh, our boy Eastman, uh, he has uh, had a lot of his documents come out from a judge demanding them be released. And recently, a judge ordered that, quote, in the fifth email uh, dated uh, December 22nd, 2020, an attorney goes beyond strategizing litigation outcomes. This email considers whether to bring a case that would decide the interpretation of the Electoral Count Act and potentially risk a court finding that the act binds Vice President Mike Pence. Because the attorney d- concluded that a negative court ruling would tank the January 6th strategy, that doesn't sound fucking ominous, he encouraged the legal team to avoid the courts. This email cemented the direction of the January 6th plan. The Trump legal team chose not to seek recourse in court. Instead, they forged ahead with a political campaign to disrupt the electoral count. Lawyers are not free to bring cases are free not to bring cases. They are not free to evade judicial review to overturn a democratic election. Accordingly, this portion of the email is subject to the crime fraud exception and must be disclosed. So this judge literally said, yeah, this was fucking, this is a crime. So attorney client privilege does not hold merit in this allegation because what you are suggesting is fucking criminal. So yeah, that's uh that's going to be a fun email when it eventually leaks from the one six committee. <laughs> oh, you mean this crime email? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All this, all this crime I did. Yeah. You, this, this, this email de- detailing a full crime. You say that a judge yeah. would look at it was just like, ah, yes, a crime. Can you imagine how salacious something has to be? Yeah. I mean, granted, I know that he's a judge. He probably poured through it, and even if it was just a like tidy thing, he could he could like make that call. But I like to think that he put on his little judge glasses and took one look at it, and it was just like, oh my god, it's like it's like a detailed plan to murder Hillary Clinton right here. Exactly. This is definitely not legal. In no way, shape, or form does this hold up under attorney-client privilege. No goddamn way. Yeah. No way, good sir. He just starts throwing up onto himself. He's just like, oh, it's so specific. I'm Graphic. going to do a treason. Yes. 
Yeah, so um, they just can't stop creating more and more of a, of a paper trail to condemn themselves. The same kind of paper trail that like QAnon and these lunatics think the deep state has created that Trump's going to get on Discovery to bring the whole house of cards down any moment now. So, well, yeah. I mean, they they have to they have to have something, right? I mean, they're taking up a lot of prime time television. Yeah. So it's like you need to you need to be they need to have some heaters. Otherwise, God, this is going to blow up in their face. So I guess before we segue out of this particular headline, let's wrap up. Let's let's wrap up the last little bit of January 6th soup in the bottom of our bowls with a prediction of do we think it blows up in their face and it makes everybody look like a bunch of real dummies and nothing comes of it. They just look real dumb. I don't know. There's a. <laughs> The Democrats have proven themselves very capable of letting things blow up in their face. So, Well, the one thing I will say is that the media has already said, oh, these hearings are going to suck. Nothing is going to come of them. This is a train wreck. The, the Democrats are bad at all of this. And I think that when I mean, they are. Yeah. But when you have everyone setting the bar so aggressively low for you that probably you're going to be able to clear it. So I really, I just wonder. To, so to wait, me, so, so yeah. you, you, you are positing that the expectations have been set so low that even the Democrats can manage to, to step over it, even if just? Even if, yes, they're, they're going to just clear the bar of incredibly low expectations. The, I mean, the real question here is uh, at the end of this, of these hearings at the end of these, um, these tell these live big primetime events. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What do they actually tell the DOJ and Merrick Garland? Like, what is their thing? Because, again, QAnon's just like, well, if you got anything on Trump, why don't you charge him? And that's really what I'm wondering is, like, Uh, do to quote Omar, because if you take a shot at the king, you best not miss. And even though he's not president anymore, he was and is still very rich. So if you come, you have to come correct. And like, yeah. you cannot miss. Yeah. Although oh, to be fair, we do also have, we, we've got, we've got our good friend Father Time on the rooftop with the, with the beat on oh. him. So it's like, any uh, moment covid come on you could have taken him not if, even covid if, just like how about just being like old and out of shape yeah, how about just being I mean, old and out of shape it. and probably do like this is not a specifically donald trump thing this is just being a rich in the 80s thing probably doing a lot of cocaine probably tons and tons <laughs> I mean, of 
He hung out with if Jeffrey you had, Epstein. He if you had any amount of money, uh, yeah, probably on some dubious islands with some dubious people. But <laughs> the most important thing is he was rich during the 80s, which means that he probably did a lot of coke. And if he did a lot of coke, that's not good in the long term for the old tickaroo. So I'm just saying uh, at, at any moment we could get the we could get the mulligan on that one. So no matter how ineffective the January 6th committee may be, because, yep, it's a clean sweep. We all think this is going to be a huge nothing, although I don't think it's going to disastrously blow up in their face. I just think at the end of it, everyone's going to be like, yeah, who cares? I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, big deal. Like either either (laughs) either it wraps up with with uh, a big uh, greatest showman style musical number where uh, Adina Menzel comes out and sings an indictment to Donald Trump. I don't think anyone is going to (laughs) care. That would be that would be amazing. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about, like, what's on television as res- uh, during the hearings and all that. I What I care about is, like, what the committee's uh, recommendations are and the case they lay out for, like, look, these are the people that committed the crimes and here is what we are asking the DOJ to do. And I I want them to go whole hog. I want them to be like, hey, a lot of Republicans were in on this. They should be charged. And like, are the Republicans going to piss and moan and call it partisan tactics and blah, 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 and all this kind of bullshit? Yeah. But hey, fuck them. They did it. I mean, they were part of a plot to uh, try to overturn the result of an election. And yeah, they should be, they should get a lot of shit for that. This should not be a kind of let's bygones be bygones sort of thing. I mean, you had the insurrection happened and afterwards you still had all these people objecting to electors from various states. They're literally still doing it. Right. They were still dragging, they dragged out the count of the electoral vote until like two or three in the morning before they finally confirmed that uh, Biden was the president elect and Harris was the vice president elect. Like, because they were like, now we're going to go to Georgia. They're like, we have 140 Republican House of Representatives members who object to this. And it's like, you motherfuckers, like, you and your, there were people knocking down the doors calling for the guy making this announcement to be hung like like six hours ago. And you're still doing this fucking shit because you think it plays with your voters that be like, now I'm not saying this election wasn't on the up and up, but I'm not saying it wasn't either. Winky winky. And it's just fucking winking at terrorists. It's just ridiculous that this is where one of our two major parties has gone. And it I just, Oh my yeah, God. I mean, we're, we're all, I think we've all read the shit where they're just doing this to prep for the next one. Like, uh, well, it didn't work this time, but maybe, maybe it'll work next time. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's the hoping. Here's the hoping we can just end democracy in America because there are no unintended consequences that could possibly blow up from that. Oh, no, no, no fucking way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's really wild that that there's, as you said, this is ongoing, that like you still have people tut-tutting and poo-pooing what happened and 
I, I remember seeing uh, QAnon people talking about uh, why don't they, why won't they free the pri- the political prisoners from one six who were tricked into going into the Capitol? It's like, oh yeah, they were tricked. They were, yeah. You know, you, you know, as you do, like one day you're outside the Capitol, and then the next thing you know, oops, I'm inside the Capitol taking a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, accident! Oh, it must have been Antifa. That's probably yeah, it had to have been. Had to have been Antifa, one hundred percent. Because if they got tricked, it certainly wasn't by Donald Trump. That's for sure. I mean, no. that was, at least at least one guy actually went went for that defense. The Donald Trump hoodwinked me. I was supposed to be defending the president or whatever, and they were yeah. just like, "Yeah, tough shit, jail time or whatever." <laughs> yeah, jail straight to jail. Just oh. or like, yeah, tough shit. It doesn't look good for you. Plead so whatever. Just get get some jail time or just ha- admit your guilt, fool. Admit that you were guilty and wrong and and, and bad at being American. Yes. Literally the number things. one thing you need to be if you're American is pro-democracy. That's the, that <laughs> is the very interesting. Pro-democracy. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the real stuff. We could make it in this list of some, like fake stuff that you'd really need to be into if you want to be an American. Capitalism. Racism. <laughs> gunism. Gunism, yeah. Christianism, for sure. Make it 100%. White. I- Ism? A, oh God, I'm a hardcore Christianism. It's yeah. all about me. But yeah, the separation of church and state doesn't really work if the church doesn't play by the same rules. No, no, man. That what they meant was that they got to separate their church from the previous state mm. and bring it over here to make a cooler church. Right, 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 right. Damn right. That's and God, we about. trust is on our money, and it's always been there because that was something the founding fathers definitely wanted, and it's always been there. <laughs> It's also in the Pledge of Allegiance for the same reason. It's always yes. been there. Don't worry about it. Everybody loves God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hashtag Team God. Let's do this. Yeah. Hashtag what? God wins, which was like, uh, wasn't that? Was, did we see that for real on the back of some t-shirts during vacation at one point? Who can remember? It was so long ago. I'm going to take this opportunity to finally segue away from the January 6th hearings. More on that to come over the next week, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm uh, sure we'll get a bunch next week. Let's talk about Navarro. Don't even remember who that is, but apparently they got indicted. Mike Reigns, who is that guy? Why should I care? Uh, So Peter Navarro was a member of the Trump administration who uh, was asked to testify before the 1-6 committee. He told them to fuck off. Oh, my God. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. They pulled you back in. Those sons of bitches. How did you guys not catch it? This was supposed to be part of the January 6th news. No. (laughs) But uh, anyways, so Navarro uh, got himself indicted for uh, contempt of Congress, much like our uh, beloved hero Steve Bannon did. And Bannon's going on trial within a week, I believe. I think his trial starts on the 15th. So, yeah, so not not getting pardoned this time. Nope. Uh, yeah, I think I think the guy currently occupying the uh, the seat that gives the pardons is uh, a no bueno on Steve Bannon. Yeah. Yeah. You you, You never know. Biden could surprise us. Yes, Biden could appoint Trump vice president tomorrow. Whatever Steve Uh, Bannon has on every president, it's pretty potent stuff. You have no idea. If you you thought the P tape was salacious, boy howdy. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea what 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 horrifying documents Steve Bannon has on all of us. He's they're they're so important. That's why they're called the Q documents. (laughs) But uh, so Peter Navarro got indicted for contempt of Congress and. He has decided in an incredibly brilliant uh, strategy that he's going to re- represent himself in this case. And he ha- <laughs> That's a good idea. 
Yeah, and he has said that if he got a real lawyer, it would probably cost him about a half a million dollars, and that would take away all of his uh, retirement savings. So well, he's he ain't not good. wrong. However, I mean, if he didn't want to go down either of these roads, he could have just complied with the subpoena. He did not have to get hit with a contempt of Congress charge. Like, he was the one who was like, fuck you, I ain't testifying. And they're like, you do realize you can walk in here and take the fifth. I mean, you can just do that. You, yeah, you can that's what show Alex up, Jones did. <laughs> right. You can just, like, show up, answer a few questions, and the moment the, the, moment the lightest bit of heat comes on you, the moment you feel a, a, a droplet of sweat on your brow, you can just whisper to your lawyer and then lean over to the microphone and be like, uh, from now on, I'm just going to plead the fifth to everything you say. So FYI, this is going to be absolutely a total clown show for you. You're going to get nothing out of me. But he didn't even want to do that. He decided I'm gonna I'm gonna go the Bannon route. I'm going to just literally risk spending some amount of time in a club in a club fed because this is an open and shut case. I remember when uh, Bannon like first got hit with the contempt of Congress charge, and they had like the parameters of the case brought before the judge, and the prosecution was like, uh. We're going to call one witness to explain how the Constitution works and how contempt of Congress works, and then we're going to arrest our case. Our case is going to take us 45 minutes. So um, whenever you want to hold the trial judge, we're good because uh, we, we, we don't need anything. This is, this is fucking Constitutional Law 101. It's over before it started. QL's famous uh, dunking swish motion. Just yeah. dunk, dunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very famous among us. Just us, oh. not you guys, because this is an audio medium. But he does it a lot. <laughs> Imagine yeah. the swish. It's incredible. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 just as good, if not slightly better, than you can imagine it to be. One hundred percent. Just just like the reality that the Q and uh, devout live in, just where <laughs> like the guy, the bad guys, you think of the bad guys are the bad guys, and and you are a chosen one that is fighting against them, and like a literally righteous holy war against pedophiles. Exactly. So good. I mean, that sounds rad. Like I, someone should make that into a very awesome uh, open world GTA clone style game. Hey, man, no one, no one can really get you get you on board, but yourself. Like, so you should probably do some of your own research, mate. <laughs> That's the name of the game. Do your own research. Oh, it has to be. Oh my! That's God. probably the subtitle. Yeah, yeah. The name of the game would be Red Build. do your own research do your own research Uh, if we started a kickstarter for that we would get like two million dollars almost immediately and then and then we would just have to aggressively rug pull and just keep the money red pill to the rug no i mean we could we could make an actual game but it would just be like sort of like 90s style crappy metal music that you would hear in a game like doom and the whole game would just be like you sitting at your computer scrolling reddit and like (laughs) Going to log into Twitter and re- remembering that you're blocked, and then it's like a quick time event where you like have to quickly hit a button to uh, curse at like something anti-Semitic, like under your breath. <laughs> now you're doing it to yourself. Now you're. Uh, so... I'm doing it to myself. That's that's a hilarious pitch for a video game about racists. Well, I, I guess anti-Semites in this case, but don't worry, they're also racist. That's one of the difficulty modes. <laughs> 
Oh, so uh, the final thing about Navarro getting indicted was uh, Louis Gohmert, uh, absolute moron representative who gives Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert a runs for their money for his, who is the dumbest member of Congress. Uh, Louis, in response to this indictment and the 1-6 hearings and all the rest of this stuff, lamented on television that Republicans can't even lie to the I FBI saw this when it without it without it being turned into a case. Like, if you lie to the FBI now, you catch a case. What kind of bullshit is that? What has America become when a Republican? Since when is it? Since when has it been illegal to lie to the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, I I said no takesy backsies, and you guys have to abide by that. I'm like, what? bro, you didn't put my hand on a Bible. I'm not under oath. I can say whatever the fuck I want to you, pigs. Did Navarro's uh, old, cooler older brother Dave show up? Uh, sh- no, not, not that I know of. But <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> there's just a some scalding hot word association. So yeah, hey, that's a Jane's addiction reference. And oh, thank God. Oh boy, man. Oh, that Dave, that Dave Navarro. <laughs> I was thinking of the other one. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you a Jane's Addiction song if you paid me. Uh, I mean, I think that says a lot about you as a person. Yeah. yeah. I'll Can just leave you... it at that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Before, before I ask you to name a Jane's Addiction song. Uh, yeah, you, you've already been trying to fucking pull quick draws on me tonight. I'm Teflon Dot, baby. I'm the back gates of this podcast. <laughs> You can't, can't get me. <laughs> Nobody stops Mr. Tomino. <laughs> oh, dear God. <sighs> uh, anyway, we're starting to lose our minds. So uh, do we do we want to head into our succulent mailbag and start answering some listener give questions? It, give it to me. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Oh, Q and A. I get it. Yes, this is this is this is why we don't record at night. This is why we record. <laughs> Ball had a full day's work. Yeah, trapped in like different yeah, a moose, disasters. A moose cute indeed, <laughs> Oh, and and uh, our listeners have no idea the hell that me and L went through to get to uh, the computers to talk into the can today. We had ourselves adventures, magical separate adventures. They were great. Until at one point we triumphantly came together for one final adventure before making it safely home, not unlike Milo and Otis. Remember Milo and Otis? <laughs> yeah, I think that happened, right? At some point they they got together before they made it back to the farm and did a thing. I know that one yeah. of them has like a full family. Milo and Otis is buck wild. What? No, they're together the whole movie. Then they separate right at the end and come back with families. and get. Yeah, that's part. what I said. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've watched Milo and Otis. I'm not gonna oh, God. The the babysitters at my church put that movie. I've seen that movie like 20 times. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, Snorlax CPAP says, uh, father-in-law coming into town. He is a big board game fan. What game do I pull out to completely destroy him and ruin our relationship? My heart <laughs> says Monopoly. And this question no. has, has a reply. to yourself? This question has a reply from Hellworld L that is a gift saying, my time has come. So, L, the floor is yours. Well, so uh, honestly, if you just want to make him hate you, then Monopoly is a good call because that game sucks and is terrible. <laughs> and it's, it's useful for it's like Mario Party. It's useful for nothing but wasting time and destroying friendships. So or relationships, I guess, in this case. 
So if your goal is to ruin your relationship with your father, uh, then uh, or your stepfather, what was that stepfather, stepfather? I already forgot. Yeah, I already forgot the 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 relation here. Mike, refresh my memory. Who's this? Uh, father, father-in-law. Father-in-law. There we go. Uh, yeah. If you if you truly want want him out of your life for whatever reason, play some Monopoly. Uh, but if you want uh, the the king of games, you can play Dicedler's von Catan, also known <laughs> as just Catan uh now because they got too hip to be the settlers of Catan. And uh I don't care. I know that like perception in the board gamosphere with like hipster board game nerds is sort of turned on Catan as being passe. Well it's only passe because a bajillion people have played it and it's very good and still among the greatest of all time. So I highly recommend you could you could stroll into like literally any store that might even remotely have sold a board game once and they will have a copy of Catan for you to buy. You can go to Target or Walmart, or Barnes yeah. & Noble, or yeah, Borders, if those still exist. Probably Del Paco. If you want to be real cool, find Game of Thrones Catan. Don't do that. Just buy no. the regular one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I love Catan. I know my grands loves Catan. Uh, sorry, Juice love Catan. Um, yeah, I that, play, game, that, I, that I played with these guys. That game is just great. But, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, I, I am an endless fountain of board games I could recommend. Uh, we've been really enjoying Brian Boru, uh, which is a, a cool-ass uh, sort of sort of like territory control. It's hard to explain, um, but it's like, because it's got like a light trick-taking component to it, but not really. It's very strange, but it's also very nice. Love me a Brian Boru. A personal favorite of me and my partner is Everdell. Uh, I kickstarted that for the most recent expansion. Still waiting on it because it's shipping from Shanghai. So <laughs> going to be waiting for a little while. But Everdell's a bunch of fun. And if you like that type of game, Lords of Waterdeep is also one I haven't busted out in a while, but is a, a huge personal favorite. Uh, I love that game. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you you like, in- if you like the dopamine rush that comes from solving a puzzle and you have uh, four players, because I think it's best at four players, uh, I highly recommend the game called Cryptid. Cryptid is the nut. Love a cryptid. I love no, that no, game. I am fucking terrible at it because my brain just does not work in those dude, lines. No, nothing hits quite as hard as when you uh, get there on uh, a cryptid guess. It makes it makes very good. Very good feeling in brain. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if you want to uh, fight a board with like one of the one of the uh, teamwork games where the board is the enemy, uh, I like Pandemic, and I've played a couple games of Ghost Island. I haven't gotten super deep into that game, or Spirit Island, I think is the name of it. I love both those games. Um, I've heard so, good things about Spirit Island. Yeah, well, but what uh, yeah. about this Ghost Island game? I've heard so much about from my you, grands. You've heard wrong because I'm an illiterate moron who can't talk. <laughs> he, 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 so. I, I I just heard him say that he loved some sort of game called Ghost Island, and it sounds very cool. No. <laughs> uh, I know myself and L take a lot of board game recommendations from the YouTube channel Shut Up and Sit Down. Uh, I don't 100% agree with them on all fronts, but I usually agree with them most of the time. I have a, uh, I have a, I'm privileged to have a board game enthusiast friend who is a very much enthusiast. So now I have even one more filter between me and that YouTube channel. Like Sometimes I'll, I'll still watch their content, but now for the most part, I don't have to. Because it's getting British style filtered through my pal, and only the cheriest games are making their way through to me. It's so good. nice. That is a nice system. Uh, but Catan so is they, the answer. Get Catan. Yes, one hundred percent. Catan is. I. I. I have a 
a uh, anniversary edition of it, big hundred dollar wooden one. Although for uh, what it's worth, it is going to require a third or a fourth. If you're talking about a straight up heads up game, then uh, I mean, probably a board game is not the way to go. I still yeah. really like Smash Up. I think I, th- I think heads up Smash Up is a lot of fun, but I know that I'm in the minority there. If you like trick taking games, Fox in the Forest is really really fun for heads up. It is designed for two players. Or uh, what, what's what's it, what's it called? Baseball highlights twenty forty nine or whatever. Um, that's a like a two player deck building game where you're like cyborg baseball players. It's actually pretty neato. Yeah, I, it, I, I actually think Mike Raids would really like it a lot because the the theme we got it is quite good. Yeah, <laughs> I, because they, they're it. like baseball in the future. Baseball was fucking boring, so we shortened it to six innings. We allowed robots. We allowed cyborgs, and then uh, fielders got super magnet gloves. Um. <laughs> I love all of this. This sounds like a great game. Well, there you go. Ten yeah. minutes of us talking about board games. We finally Damn did right. it. Damn yeah. right. Damn right. So uh, anyway, big, thank big, you for listening. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. What? Do you, uh, we more questions? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, big bad bald bastard asks uh, or says the amuse bouche is a great segment. How do we convince more restaurateurs to serve an amuse bouche an amuse bouche course? And uh, he then goes on to explain that he got a uh, great um, arancini, and he they gave him a small plate of the rice mixture that he forms them from, and uh, he sells to always tip well. So I appreciate you wanting to tip well, and that you did get a good amuse bouche. But uh, see, that sounds delicious, especially because I know what that is. Mike Raids seems like he does not know what that is, despite the fact that I have ordered it and eaten it in his face, and I think I had him try it. <laughs> I've me, me and you have done way too many uh, Italian restaurants for me to have any memory of any of the meals. So uh, and my answer uh, for how to get it on the menu everywhere is officially officially changed the name to the Amuse Kush. Who could who, who could resist such a, such an incredibly decadent sounding word as Kush? Yes, one hundred percent. Kush is the third city right behind Sodom and Gomorrah that got wiped out by God, but he was just like, y'all are too smutty. Yes. (laughs) I I think it's in the Apocrypha. It has to be. There's no two ways about it. Also, the problem is I don't think Americans are ready for a true amuse-bouche just because, you know, Americans... Well, there's a reason why when you go to an ice cream establishment and you get their smallest ice cream, it's still like two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. When you go to a place, if you just want one scoop of ice cream in a code, you have to like specify that. You have to just be like, I want that. Maybe that is what you normally serve to dogs as a pup cup. But if that is the case, that is still what I would like, please. I would just like one scoop of this ice cream in a cone, please. That's it. That's all I want. Please. Can, I've been can, mistake can, of trying to order the kitty. I was I was I was out with my partner uh last week and like we made the uh, I was like, What size do you want? She was like the spot. So I made the mistake of ordering kitty. It was still two scoops. It was way too much. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, anytime we go out for ice cream, uh if I get anything bigger than a small, I put it in the freezer and have it the second day. <laughs> That that is the way it should be. Uh, listen up, Americans. Practice some portion control. God damn you. Um, so thank you for the question. Uh, Confidently Befuddled asks, uh, do you think the evangelical right is cozying up more with QAnon and other conspiracy theories? Or do you think this is standard for that demographic? 
I think that when you get really religious, that you fall easier into conspiracy theories. Because once you live in the world where like God is walking among us and the devil is corrupting people, it's really hard to those. You've already blurred the lines of reality so much that why wouldn't you want to believe in stuff like adrenochrome and Trump being handpicked by God to save the world and all of that shit? I mean, I just think that like hardcore religion is just kind of a form of LARPing and QAnon is just LARPing harder. It's just all degrees, really. I do think that it's become sort of like fashionable in those circles for like not just like white nationalism but also like christian nationalism has just been like on the uptake where it's just like yeah fuck it, i'm christian and i think that all non-christians should fucking be murdered so they can get to hell faster it's like yikes bud that's that's pretty tough but you know it's just sort of like i i feel like the the fact that trump got his shot and like a bunch of bigots just got to come out of the woodwork and just be like you know what maybe i can just be a nazi in public again wouldn't that be fun and Luckily, a lot of that's self-corrected. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just think nationalism in general is on the rise, and then that includes Christian nationalism, which is uh, also frequently white nationalism, just in a different yeah. form. Yeah. Yep. So uh, thank you for the question. Confidently befuddled. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri pours kerosene on the, I assume, NFTs. Uh QAnon has become stuck in a position where they create the illusion and consume it, the illusion to sustain themselves. How do you pull them out of this Schrodinger's three-card Monty where they are both the swindler and the mark without collapsing local reality around them? Um, it's, it's, it, it, this is like, well, this is like one of those, question. yeah, this is like one of those things where it's like, do you have sympathy for the fact that they're a victim or do you hate them because they're a con man? And for me, it's like you just see so many QAnon promoters who are just totally pilled and believe in it wholeheartedly. And it's like, but they're still doing something evil. So basically my mindset is, is that if you're promoting it and you're like putting yourself out there and talking it up and trying to pill more people, you're a bad guy and I'm going to shit on you. And as to how to avoid making local reality collapse around them, no idea. I mean, it it just takes so much work for, for, to get a person to admit they've been conned about anything. I mean, the minorest shit can happen and people will just be like, Nope, I didn't get conned. I didn't get swindled. I don't know what you're talking about. Like people who go to fortune tellers and all this kind of stuff, they're, they're going to believe like, and, and when you tell them it's all cold reading and it's all bullshit, they're going to double down and refuse your evidence. Like, it's really hard to get someone to be like, nope, you're right. I was, I was lied to. I was manipulated. I was tricked. And getting to that level of clarity is just, it's really hard. And if someone doesn't want to get to it, they won't. So this is the incredibly unsatisfying answer, but it's the only answer I can give. Uh, I mean, personally, I have very little sympathy for them, especially the people yeah. who like, up until this were by all, by all accounts, it was just, they were just like a regular person, man. And it's just like, were they, were they just a regular person? It's, it's just sort of like the same as where it's just like, I don't drink tequila because tequila makes my clothes come off. Really? That's, that's, that specific liquor is the one that does that. Is it whiskey makes you want to fight? You sure it's not just being drunk and they, like, and suddenly you don't have inhibitions and it turns out that the real you kind of wants to fight. <laughs> or the person just wants to be naked because there's a person here you're attracted to, or maybe deep down inside you're just like secretly a racist, and all of a sudden QAnon comes out. And suddenly, there's you could be a big racist with a bunch of pals on the internet, and it's like 
Donald Trump's the president. He says it's okay to be proud to be white again. He's like, yeah, well, why not be proud to be white? Being white's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? And this Q guy, like these Democrats are, are lame, and Q says being white's cool, and I'm white, and I don't like the Democrats, and I'd like to see Hillary Clinton arrested, and maybe she's a pedophile. Like, it's just like, okay. So up until then, you were just a quote-unquote totally normal person, and then, oh, you're a big victim because Q and the big bad Q and I came, and they managed to, it's like, I don't buy that. Certainly some of them have mental illness because, you know, mental illness is like a real problem. And in those cases, presumably the QAnon thing was not the first indicator that they had that issue. It is unfortunate that they did not get the help that they needed. But for a lot of these people, I'm assuming that QAnon is like maybe their first go round on the, on the conspiracy express. And I have zero sympathy for those people. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah, when you get sucked into a conspiracy theory and you and you and you distance yourself from your friends or your family or you start alienating people, like you're part of the problem. Like uh, yeah, it's it's shitty that people brainwash you, but you're you're buying in. You're you're accepting it. You're not listening to your social circle that's trying to help you out. And that's a problem that you need to figure out yourself. There's there's no choice about that. So I definitely it agree a question about like personal responsibility, which is too difficult for chuckleheads like us to answer. Oh boy, yeah, well, that's that's yeah. a sc- but I mean, yeah. especially but especially like in the in, in the times we're living in now, where again, at any moment, anyone or almost anyone who could possibly be pilled by QAnon, meaning that they have access to the internet, has just the subtotal of humanity's knowledge just at their fingertips at any moment. And if they really wanted to, they could just. Re- actually research it out and just be like, ah, yes, look at all these reputable sources telling me that this is bullshit. I should probably acknowledge that it's bullshit. But it is much sexier to believe the lie. Like, like I, who doesn't want to live in a more magical world? Yep, absolutely. I mean, that's it. That's, that's so much about the allure of conspiracy theories is they make the world way more exciting and fun. Um, so uh, thank you yeah. for the question. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, so uh, Leach from BX says, uh, whatever happened to the whole May 22nd Biden selling out to the UN World Economic Forum or whatever? Any reaction from the Q crowd after nothing happened? Oh, no. Oh, they they next right year. On. Yeah, yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you didn't it's know. Always- yeah. 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 If you didn't hear about this, basically, there was a like subdivision of the UN that had a. Um, like the World Health Organization was working through the UN for like basically a plan to deal with pandemics and to try to make a better global response, which was basically saying that China screwed the pooch on COVID and we need to not let that happen again. And it was just just kind of thing where it's like, hey, we need to be an international community that like reacts to potentially like fast moving viruses quicker than we did last time. And so this kind of global cooperation would be a big like step leg up in our race to prevent the next pandemic. So all the Alex Jones QAnon nuts were like, they want uh, like they want nations to cede control of the, of themselves to the UN and be, be put under the thumb of globalist rule and argle bargle. And it was none of that. It's the UN is fucking toothless. Like Jesus Christ, people no, chill just- out. Passed a resolution that says the WHO, the World Health Organization, can declare a pandemic even if the country that it's happening in says it's not, i.e. China recently. Right, China. exactly. That, that's all that happened. The WHO was just like, hey, we really could have gotten a jump on this if we'd been allowed to declare a pandemic. 
But China keeps saying, kept saying, no, there wasn't one. But, you know, we all knew there was. And we really need to be able to just say pandemic and uh, like start start the ball rolling. And the, the UN was like, yeah, that seems fair. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, UN resolution to be able to raise arms above head and wave them around in a panic like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not too far off. The motion is passed. Yeah. Boom. Take everybody stand and applaud. (laughs) Bang the gavel. Yep. Take that. Take that. Nations having sovereignty defeated. It's all over now. We're now under the (laughs) one world government. You winning accomplished. Exactly. <laughs> Unfurl the banner. Boom, we did it. <laughs> it's just we, the, the Shadowloo uh, <laughs> flag. Bison steps out. Uh, a giant T-Rex comes in from off screen and starts eating members of the UN, and then the banner falls over it and says, what dinosaurs ruled the earth? <laughs> <laughs> All of this happens simultaneously. That's an old <laughs> reference and a topical reference because that new Jurassic movie, uh, Park movie is coming out soon, <laughs> and I hear it is very bad. i've seen reviews that are now it's not going to be for everyone but i had a good time which is a very polite way to say that it's bad i I think (laughs) one of the headlines i read called it colossally terrible (laughs) (laughs) i didn't see anything being that direct i saw everyone being like just couching it yeah uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Brian asks, I'd love to hear what y'all think about the Utah County Sheriff's Office hunting uh, perpetrators of uh, ritual abuse. Um, if you didn't hear about this story. Oh, um, Jesus. Is this satanic panic shit? Yeah, it's satanic panic shit. And it's it's actually incredibly aggressively specific and political. Uh, there is a Utah County um, like race for like a, the basically like the attorney general of that county. and. Mm. This sheriff has endorsed uh, the opponent of the incumbent and the incumbent apparently about a decade or so ago had some weird charges about him um, that were that he had uh, faced and they were dismissed as being bullshit. And then this sheriff like just came out of the woodwork and it's just like, hey, everybody, I'm going to get back into this and check out these these uh, claims. Um, The sheriff's name is Mike Smith and Mike Smith uh, is investigating these things because uh, David Levitt, who is the Utah County attorney that is currently the incumbent, it was a suspect in this thing like about a decade ago that involved charges of like child abuse and cannibalism and all that kind of just absolutely ridiculously salacious horse shit. And uh, Levitt is absolutely furious that this has been uh, brought up. He has called on Mike Smith to resign for being a piece of shit by like just bringing up this absolute nonsense and uh, Mike Smith's been like, nope, this is a totally legitimate investigation. I'm not doing this to sandbag a political rival right before an election. Totally on the up and up. Fair. I'm just looking for evidence. And if anyone has been, you know, ritually abused or if they had a family eat- member that was eaten by Levitt and his wife, uh, please come forward. I'd love to hear your story. Uh, we're just trying to get to the bottom of it all. You know how it works. Yeah, so, nobody is rushing to call you a cannibal, but also nobody is rushing to not call you a cannibal. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, this is classic shitty politics where you just make them respond to something ridiculous. Yeah, and it's that, the, that yeah, but I mean, like criminal investigation for cannibalism is pretty spicy. Good for him. Yeah, that's rad. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? That, maybe the guy, maybe the guy is like a, a ritualistic cannibal. Oh, that'd be so awesome. You don't know the man. This is true. I do not know no, the man. I do, I do not know. But I do kind of know. <laughs> I know him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He makes a hell of a pot roast. <laughs> yeah. A weird flavor. Oh, yep. The, 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 the best long pig in Utah. Oh, it's so it's good. It's so succulent. I don't so know how he sausage. does it. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like the great, it's the greatest pork I've ever had. <laughs> 100%. I'm like, what's your secret? He's like, it's all in the people that you've murdered because this is people. Man, that guy's not subtle at all. Holy no, shit. No, he really loves his work. He can't yeah. love it. In fact, I'm surprised he's pushing back so hard. We just watch Hannibal all the time. God. In other cannibal media. Yes. Is, is Hannibal Lecter the only famous media cannibal that's had any, like, I mean, I'm sure there have been others. But he's just been, he's had like such a heroic run. Certainly we could get another cannibal. Ah, uh, well, they, they they canceled Santa Clara Clara Diet after like only a few seasons. And she was a zombie. Bar- that doesn't yeah, count. She was a weird but zombie. She, yeah, but she was a weird zombie. I mean, she still had to but eat But she was people. still a zombie. Nonetheless, they made it clear that she was dead and had to eat human flesh because she was a zombie. I'm talking about, I eat human flesh because I like it. Okay, so I, yeah. I eat human flesh because it is the the biggest decadent delicacy. You can't be getting this just anywhere, man. This ain't your run of the mill dolphin. You can go get <laughs> dolphin if you really want it. This <laughs> is people, man. Somebody had to die for this. <sighs> oh man, that's what I want. I want ethically sourced human. I want humans who've died of natural causes being Hell no. Like- I want it the most unethical. I want to hunt it myself. <laughs> okay. I want the most dangerous game. <laughs> the most dangerous and delicious game. <sighs> All right. So, yep. We so, got any uh, more questions? Uh, yep. Our last question is uh, the uh, from Reverend Xenofact. Uh, the January sixth hearings are here. How is QAnon going to ignore their role in terrorism and murder? Any new narratives you expect? Uh, no, they're just nah. going to say this is all bullshit. They're going to roll their that. eyes. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna they're just gonna roll their eyes and call it all bullshit. They're just gonna hand wave it away, and that's it. They're just oh god, uh, plug their ears, la la la, not listening. That's that's what we're gonna get out of them. They're gonna be a bunch of goddamn children. Durham, so, yeah. Stone Cold Stunner, etc. Oh god, oh man, uh, yeah. I'm gonna w- once we uh, once we finish recording here, I'm just gonna like pop on Twitter, and it's just gonna be like hashtag Durham, hashtag Durham time, hashtag justice. I'm gonna be like oh Durham shit. Time. The fucking storm happened. I don't believe it. Oh, Hashtag man. Dur- Durham 316. <laughs> right. uh, so besides uh, Durham opening up a can of whoop-ass on the Democrats and the 1-6 hearings, uh, what are you guys looking forward to? Oh, um, well, I found about... I found out about this Indian movie RRR and I've been working my way through it. It's incredibly rad. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that. There's like at one point a guy uh, punches a tiger with a flaming fist. And another time he grabs a Jaguar and flips it around and throws it on the guy, another guy. And then the Jaguar does a luchador style takedown. And that's only like the 30th most crazy thing that happens in it. 
was it a Hurricane Rana? Did he just did the the did the uh, Jaguar just absolutely like front backflip the guy around him? That that's awesome. I think he does uh, because like there's a lot of like like kung fu movie moves and wrestling moves in this movie. At one point, a guy flips up a motorcycle and uses it as a shield, uh, and then flips it back around. Uh, and it's it's on Netflix. If you're at all interested, give it a watch. It is fucking wild. That just I don't know why, but that reminds me of when Blade just like hit a guy with a vertical suplex straight from the WWE in a movie, and it was just yeah. like, okay, fine, fuck it. And then re- you got the Reaper elbow because I think Reaper was the bad guy in that. He he was like, what? You're stop. Your job was to talk about the Reaper's elbow. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I just, if you're watching that movie, you're like, where the hell did the bad guy go? And then you just see him coming up and doing a flying elbow. Yeah, dude, he had to climb up to the top rope. I mean, that's yes. how it works. How are you going right. to do a flying elbow if you're not climbing up the top rope? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> RRR and the Blade trilogy. I'm looking forward to the Blade trilogy. Yes. The, the Reaper's the cream of the crop. That's why he did the elbow. Yeah. The, top. Oh, the cream of the crop. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like that you're working on it. It, it is getting I'm, I'm more like keep working on it. It is getting more like Randall Savage. <laughs> <laughs> what we're here for? Yes. Uh, I'm going to be quick about it. I'm excited when we're done recording. I'm going to eat Chinese food leftovers and I'm going to watch anime like a grown man child. It's going to be incredible. <sighs> that sounds so good. And uh, I am looking forward to the fact that the, your Boston Celtics are two tiny wins away from actually winning a sports ball trophy for the title-starved city of Boston. We have gone so terribly long without any success from any of our major sports ball franchises. Yeah, what a fucking but- drought for you guys, huh? Oh God, it's been it's been interminable. Maybe it's been like maybe two years, maybe somewhere around there. I don't know, maybe three. Oh God, I, I can't even remember. But yeah, it, but it, it appears it is possible that that drought may end uh, sometime uh, next week or the week after because God is the NBA spacing out the time of this of these fucking games. But uh, yes, um, our uh, Boston Irishmen are defeating the uh, Bay Area Hooligans. Or however, whatever other weird terminology you use for warriors, uh, but yes, um, this uh, this grappling of sports ball is going Boston's way at the moment. So the the crow I'll be eating in our next podcast when shit's gone sour the other way. Um, that will be for you, the listeners who hate Boston, to to relish in. So, oh, tough uh, shit! It is it is time for you to eat crow right now because based on what you just said, that implies that you believe soccer hooligans to be, to be soccer warriors <laughs> perhaps you, you could potentially make that uh that delineation you could you could besmirch me that way i can accept that. so so would you would you say some tall bald-headed guy going oh you want mate you're like that guy <laughs> That guy's a warrior. What a what a warrior that guy is. There, there is no fucking way a coward can block that guy. He's a he champion. No idea. And they just say he, he he headbutts a guy because both hands are holding a pint, and then everybody around him cheers. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> okay. Enough talking about hooligan warriors. Let's get the fuck out of hell world. Uh, let's say we're on a magic carpet ride this time because I don't want to think of anything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so very much for listening to the show. Uh, your support means the world to us. You can continue to support us for free 
to the cost of literal nothing by telling anybody you think might be interested in engaging with us on our social media platform at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O or our individual ones. You know where to find us. Uh, or by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast provided. If you have money and you would like to support us with that money, we would be happy to receive it. You can give it to us by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where for the low, low price of a $5 donation a month, you get access to 40-plus hours of bonus content, including several series such as Cabalin and What We Do Out of Shadows and the currently on-running Mules Errand, where we are talking about Mike Rain's favorite new thing, 2,000 Mules. Once again, $5 donation gets you access to all of that stuff. Uh, this week, we have some wonderful, beautiful babies to welcome to the squad. So thank you very much for Battle Tank 09. That is a cool name. Hot Walk in Summer. Not not a fan of that mental image. Not a huge fan. Bobzilla. Sherm C. And apparently Old McWatkins, who's vintage, beautiful baby, who claims that they never got their shout out. Well, guess what, Old McWatkins? Your time. It finally done come, and the time is now. So thank you, everybody, for your continued support of the show. We love you. Uh, if you want to give your money to a cause better than three jerks talking about QAnon on the internet, we totally get that. You can donate your money to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That whole bit there is in quotation marks, because that is how they describe themselves. What a bunch of lads. What a bunch of hooligans and or warriors. Uh, thanks always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. No social media still for DJ Minimal Effort. So this shout into the void is for you. Uh, parentheses, shout noise. You can go visit our buddy Frosty, who delivered our incredible Amuse Cuse bump, as well as every other bump and the voice of Q when we need it, uh, etc. You can find them at, on Twitter at FrostyVO. And at some point, if you would like to hear Sarge and I continue to talk about pop culture, you can squat upon the rotting carcass of the at BingeWordy podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can find on Twitter at BingeWordy, B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. At some point, our lives will simmer down for long enough for us to get back to talking about dumb pop culture bullshit. And when we do, we'll be posting it there. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, Hellworld L, joined by another host. Hellworld Sarge. And what is this? A third host and our expert in all things Q and not crazy, Mr. Mike Rades. Good speed, Patriots. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.